Hi there and welcome to the Creating Wealth Q&A. My name is Glenn Fisher and I will be your host each week. The aim of this show is simple, to answer as many reader questions as possible that I've received over the past week. Um, if you've not asked a question and would like to, you can get in touch via the email. If you've come across this by chance, you can visit www.creatingwealth.org.uk and sign up for the email there and you'll be able to get in touch with me. Hopefully, we'll cover some interesting issues that even if you've not asked a question about, it will help you out. So let's get straight to this week's episode. Hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of Creating Wealth Q&A. We've been off for a week. Last week, it was the bank holiday, so we had a bit of a break. But we are back now with episode 10. Um, Looking outside, though, I wish it was the bank holiday today. It looks rather lovely. The sky is clear and blue. And I think I'm going to have to enjoy the garden this afternoon. Um, First, though, we do need to record a podcast. And I do have some things to share with you. Before I get to the questions I've received this week, uh, I'm going to be a little bit preachy. I'm going to ask you, um, are you organising your time better yet? I say this because um, since the start of the year, as I've I've alluded to a few times um, in Creating Wealth, um, I've started... Uh, organizing my time a lot better. Uh, I've always been a bit kind of a, a, of a uh, non, had a nonchalant approach to time management, shall we say. Um, I always have this kind of list of ideas of things in my head uh, of what I'm doing and I'll be jumping around from one to another. Um, my circumstances changed um, in the past year and I've decided, or I decided a little while ago, to try and be a bit more organized. Um, and when I first started trying to do this, it kind of didn't feel exactly great. I kind of actually felt I was beholden to certain tasks and times and all this kind of stuff and, and went through all that kind of typical um, pushback that you'll get when you try and organise your time better. Um, but I must say, and, and today has been a great example of it, it's really starting to work really well for me. And I am finding I've got so much more time thanks to it. Um, I'm less stressed. I'm, I feel as though I'm producing um, more work, um, more more output. I'm getting to write more. Uh, my my time is more focused. I think that's a key word. Uh, I'm I'm feeling a lot more focused and and being able to produce produce this stuff um, because I don't have to waste time. Um, try, a waste time trying to recall what that thing I was meant to do was and letting that fall by the wayside. B, when I need a task doing, even if it's next week. Um, so, for instance, the, the other day I was kind of sat there thinking, right, what do I need to do um, in, in the next couple of weeks? I was able to put times and, and organize this stuff far ahead of time and then just forget about it. Because once you put it in there, once you've, once you've scheduled it for yourself, you can, you can forget about it and you know that you've got that. Um, in my case, I just use a simple calendar on my phone, um, and that reminder will come up. Now, as I'm saying this, I realise it sounds a little bit preposterously obvious and um, easy. Uh, the idea of putting things into a schedule on a calendar is not a new concept by any means. I understand that. Um, but I would ask yourself, how often do you do it, really? How often? How much of your day is planned? How much of it really is you just turning up, waking up in the morning and going, right, what have I got? And then trawling through your emails, trawling through um, your workload, trawling through your inbox, um, be it online or just an actual literal inbox of, of work piled up to do. And how much of it is 
how much of your day is actually trying to work out what you've got to do rather than having a neat schedule that you can go through and spend an hour on one task, an hour on another, half an hour here, five minutes there, just have a think about it. And I, as I say, I'm just, I do everything from experience. I only try and advise what I've experienced myself. And I would say that this, um, this tasking that I've kind of set myself um, is really working for me. Um, just to give you an example, today, um, I'm recording the podcast a little bit later today, and that's um, another piece of advice I'll give you, actually. But my plan today, I had a few things that I needed to get done um, on a business side of things. I, I've got products to launch and services to do, um, and I needed to write some copy for those things and, and get the, the final uh, bits and bobs sorted. We're publishing a book uh, next week, I believe, we're going uh, to print. Um, and I needed to write the um, the inlay for the for the sleeve jacket and all this kind of stuff. I had all these things to do that needed to be done ASAP, and and I wanted to get out there. So my day to day, where I normally have um, the schedule to do the podcast at ten o'clock, I just moved that back um, to twelve o'clock. And then in those first hours of the day, I had a list of all the jobs I needed to get done, uh, one of which included hanging a new light in my uh, bedroom, which I've done. I've done all of the um, writing jobs I needed to do, um, powered through them, did them much faster than I expected because I was focused on them. I didn't need to worry about um, other emails coming in. They, they could be put off till lunchtime and when I can check my email. This morning, I just had a list of jobs that needed to be done and I worked through them. Um, and it's just it's so much cleaner and I, I really recommend you try it. Um, if, if you do, drop me a line, uh, creatingwealth at agora.co.uk and tell me how you're getting on. Or if you want more specific details, let me know. I'll probably, I'm not sure how, how, an en how entertaining an email it will make but I might actually try and describe it uh, with some examples this week in the editorial. Um, so keep an eye on your inbox. Um, also, if you disagree with me, if you think that uh, managing your time in this way is a load of nonsense, get in touch. Let's have a fight. Let's have an argument. Um, I, I always like to hear different opinions. Now, um, just on that side, as I say, before I get to the questions, another little tip from that. Um, I moved the podcast today um, because really the podcast can be recorded at any point during the day. So long as it gets out to, on a Monday to you, I'm, I'm very keen to make sure it's always there on a Monday when you're when you're expecting it. But I needed jobs that needed to go to print faster. I needed them; they needed to be done. They were they were higher priority, and that's the the key. You've got to assess um, in life, in business, especially when it comes to extra income streams. If you're doing various different things, and you've got maybe um, three income streams on the go. You need to work out the first thing you should do each day is the one that is A, most urgent, and B, will likely make you the most money, okay? If you work to those two um, concepts, to, to those two priorities, then you'll do well. Um, the most urgent, so if something's got to be done that, that day, you've got to get that done. But also, secondary, it, and it might sound cold, it might sound <laughs> capitalist or whatever, but the point is, if you focus on the things that are going to make you the most money first, okay, it will just have a knock-on effect that will be useful to you. So you need you remember that. Um, it's something I live by um, as much as possible. It's very easy to slip out of that and start procrastinating on other things. But you focus on the things that are most urgent and will make you the most money. Um, do that and you'll go far. Um, okay, let's 
quickly go on to today's feedback, which um, Michelle has kindly put together for me. Um, first one, now this might, this pushes my challenges of this. I, I'll read the email out first, um, and so you understand the context. It's from Sarah. Uh, she said, I listened to your podcast uh, this morning about what's stopping you from achieving your goals and really enjoyed it. Thank you. Um, and thank you for enjoying it. Uh, I do have a question that I wonder if you'll be able to offer some advice on, please. I am really keen to start making additional income through different routes in the hope of leaving my full-time job. Uh, I really have been thinking of an information product that I could produce, but so far I am unable to come up with any ideas. Uh, you mentioned on the podcast this morning to send an email letting you know hobbies and jobs with the hope that you may have some ideas, which I did, and this is where I say it's pushing me in my challenge, because Sarah uh, writes, she's a registered nurse that currently works providing health advice over the phone, um, but she has over 13 years experience in different nursing environments. Uh, she would welcome any ideas uh, I may have about information products that she could produce. Uh, she's really enjoying the Wealth Builders Club emails, which is fantastic. Now, unfortunately, that's closed at the moment, but um, I'm looking to go out to America in June and um, speak to Mark himself, and hopefully we'll be opening the doors again around there, so keep an eye on that. Uh, and she totally agrees that wealth is not always about money, but how content and happy your life is and your family life is. Keep up the great emails. Um, yes, just to reiterate Sarah's point there, wealth is not about money. Um, it's it's about how happy you are, about it's well, it's, it's about time, really. It's about how you enjoy your time and how much freedom you have um, to live your time. Yes, money helps. If you've got money, uh, you can often uh, leverage that and, and uh, offset that with extra time. You're essentially paying for some more free time. Um, but money is a means. It's not an end. Um, if you collect a big pot of, of cash, uh, it's not a very entertaining or fulfilling thing in and, in and of itself. Uh, so I agree with you there, Sarah. You've obviously got the right mindset, and hopefully Wealth Builders Club has been helping you to achieve that mindset. Now, back to the nitty-gritty. Uh, you, I, I invited the, the uh, invited this question upon myself, and you have given me a good challenge here. Uh, you're a nurse. How do you create an information product for with, when your skill is a nurse? It's not typically what you expect to see. You expect to see information products being about um, well, metafictionally, like in a very meta way, uh, about producing information products, uh, or about marketing, or about finance, or about um, quite practical things like selling books online, or, or running eBay thing um, businesses. Um, information products seems to be around those areas. Now, what I'd term a more traditional um, job, a more traditional skill set. Uh, what I'd include in that kind of teaching and, and things like that. Nursing, I would put, it's quite a traditional job. It's, it, I mean, we all know what a nurse is. We, um, it's essential and, and very important work. Does that translate to an information product? I would, I would say yes. Um, and it really is as simple as the fact that think well, think of it like this. I'm sure, Sarah, you will agree that there are. Um, you've been offering health advice over the phone. Um, I'm sure there are hundreds and thousands of people out there um, who have health problems. Uh, well, I'm not sure there are. There are. I know that. I have health problems. I have. There's always something wrong with you. It always seems, and then you're always going through these um, situations. And you, you people search on the internet for these things. The 
they are hesitant to go to doctors often, they, they don't want to waste people's time and all this kind of stuff. Um, so people are looking for information on health. Um, you have 13 years of experience, as you point out here, in different nursing environments, and you've given people health advice over the phone. Um, you could easily, easily um, create not one, um, I would say 10 to 20 information products based on your knowledge. And I'll explain. Number one, if you wanted to just go, go the whole hog, you could just write a, a good, um, I'm thinking kind of, 50 page to 100 page um, information booklet on um, a particular element of nursing. So how to, if you've got, um, you could aim it at people who have elderly relatives, elderly family that they've got to look after and they might help hold down jo full-time jobs, they might not be familiar with the, the kit you need, uh, with the psychology that, that elderly person might be going through or, or might need, you could write a book that, ex that is basically targeted at people to how to help um, look after your old, your, your old age pensioners. Do you know what I mean? It, it's anything like that. That's, that's one book. That said, you could go more niche, and um, I have colleagues who work in the health uh, industry, publishing health uh, advice and, and health information publications, um, and they go down niche, so if you have particular knowledge of nursing a specific um, illness or disability maybe, um, you could write a guide on that or you could blog on that, um, on that specific thing. So maybe if it was arthritis or if it was maybe uh, people who, um, elder people, my granddad, he struggles with his knees, um, he has challenges getting upstairs and various things like that. You could write a, um, a guide to how to alleviate some of those problems and some of those stresses. Um, it really, what you're getting here and what you, what, what's at the heart of this, of turning around your experience and your job, whatever it may be, in this case nursing, but it, this is why I'm quite, despite the challenging uh, one of being nursing, and how do you turn that into an information product, um, this is, I still will be quite bullish and suggest that you can turn anything into an information product because what you're doing at the heart, and this is key, is you are looking for a problem and you are providing the solution. As an information publisher, all you're doing is identifying problems and then providing the solutions. Um, and in nursing, I'm sure, Sarah, you will know far more than me about the actual niche details of this, but I'm sure you have come over many, many problems and I'm sure you are pretty well equipped to be able to provide people with the solutions to those problems. Now, um, so that's so that's really what you want to be writing about, is how do you provide solutions to the to the problems that people are already telling you? You've probably got a wealth of knowledge of, of people's problems, provide solutions to them. Now, you can provide guides uh, a more, on a more technical side of things to people who are, who have maybe, yeah, I've identified how can you provide these solutions, how do you technically provide them? Well, you could publish information books, as I say. Um, you can go from a small guide um, to a, a more thorough book or even manual or even course. If you can go into, get into a situation where people, uh, you're providing a monthly newsletter, say, then you can get a monthly income from that. That's reoccurring. Uh, alternatively, if you're not quite convinced or you want to start practicing, start blogging about it. Write little 
uh, daily posts of around 500 to, 500 to 800 words, taking one little element of your, of your potential business and writing a little piece on them. Um, if you can't write, download Audacity, speak into a microphone, and you've got a podcast or a bit of content each day. Um, so there are options you have. Um, it's really, really simple at its heart. You're looking for things where there's a problem and you are going to provide the solution with your information. Um, Sarah, I hope that inspires you in some way to realize that um, being a registered nurse is not in any way not something you can turn into an information product. There are many successful health information publishing businesses out there. Um, search online, get, get online, look for the competition, search for information products about health. Um, if you've got a particular um, area or, or specialization, area of specialization that, that you know more about than anything else, add that to your Google search and uh, see where you can provide something there. Um, I hope that helps, Sarah. Um, get in touch and let me know if it does, or if it doesn't, let me know, and we will carry on digging into it. Um, couple of other emails in here. Um, one from John, and actually, um, John and a few of these emails are all in reference to a guide I published last week, was it? I think, well, I definitely emailed you last Monday with it. Um, check your inbox for that if you've not got it. Uh, the guide was a collection of essays that were put together um, to really, I called it the three steps for the apprehensive wealth builders. It's because I've realized a lot of people who listen to this podcast, a lot of people who are recreating wealth um, are apprehensive. They're anxious about the idea that they can um, actually do this. Um, the problem is in this information publishing business is that most of the people who you uh, get ideas off um, seem very confident and, and go-getting and, and that's not what everybody's like. So you think, oh, I've, well, I've not really got the confidence to do that, so I won't do it. But you have, you have the knowledge, you have the stuff. So I put together this guide basically which tells you how to get rid of debt, first of all, obviously the financial, if you're in debt then that is a problem, that's going to stop you from being able to earn extra income. Um, it spoke about how to um, manage your time as I opened this particular um, episode with because it really is bloody important okay if you're not managing your time properly you're wasting half you you're wasting your life man come on come on grab your time use it do not waste time do not sit there just looking at Facebook do not sit there just procrastinating and doing other things when you sh when you know you could be doing something more valuable okay do not waste your time especially even if you're in a, a full-time nine to five job right now don't waste it don't sit there resenting it um, just because it's stopping you from doing other things just push forward become the best person you can in that job it will make you feel much more much happier and more motivated to actually go and do stuff yourself so do not waste time this guide speaks to that and then the final thing was how to overcome a fear of failure another thing that really stops people uh, going is their fear of failing. Um, so I talked about that. I will include in this um, episode of the podcast a link below to the guide. There is a password on it. I think it's three steps or three step, but I'll put that in below. Uh, have a read of that. Um, got some feedback on it. Um, this from John. He says uh, in regards to getting rid of get, he strongly agrees. I think that uh, this is a message that needs hammered into us. Uh, I agree. Uh, lots of good comments here. Debt can be a major constraint on how we behave. I agree, John. Um, he concurs with my remarks about how we rationalise um, 
<laughs> the story of Vincent was a bit extreme. Um, I agree, it was extreme. I was um, trying to be a bit artful and share some interesting colour uh, in my stories, which, take your point, John, I'm not going to stop because I actually believe that will get people reading and get them uh, listening. Uh, he says, in regards to taking control of your time, he was impressed by this section of the guide. Lots of sensible advice. Um, setting a target for each day, you can relate to that. That's something I spoke to at the beginning of this um, podcast. Get those things done. Now, whatever happens today, if I decide to um, have the afternoon off in the garden, I've already achieved today the, the things I wanted to achieve. I've got, I've got the, the, the little tasks that I've made a note of this morning. They're done. Okay, so minimum achievement for today is exactly what I, what I wanted to achieve. Anything else I do is a bonus. Um, that's what this guy talks to, so make sure you check that out. Uh, Fear of Failure, he says, you can relate to a lot of that. Um, and he said he really enjoyed reading the guide. He found himself uh, reminded of many of, the, many of his own failings and uh, regarded as an excellent companion to 57 World Facts. Thanks very much, John. Um, something to read if we find ourselves flagging and that's part of the reason I put this guy together that's part of the reason I write this stuff in creating wealth um, and repeat I repeat a lot I will and I will make no um, apologies for that because no matter how many times you, you keep speaking about it people for, either forget um, they need to be as John says here to help get back on track that's what this is for okay um, that's what creating wealth is for. That's what the email's for, is to keep you on track, to keep reminding you, to give you these little pushes uh, in the right direction. Uh, I'm working, obviously, we've got Wealth Builders Club, which is um, a more thorough, practical way of looking at building wealth. And I'm working on a project at the moment, um, which will be a step between the email and Wealth Builders Club. Uh, I'm very excited by it. I'm not going to tell you much about it right now, except that it will include um, some really focused essays on how to actually set up particular uh, extra income streams. It will include, um, hopefully, a introduction to an investment portfolio, uh, which I'm working on at the moment. Um, so anyone who's always seen investment and knows that that, as I always say, is ultimately the aim here, is to create the extra income stream so that you can put it into real wealth building um, in, in on the investment side, I'm going to share with you a portfolio I think that will help you do that. Um, there is going to be some extra bonuses on there, interviews with experts, various things. I'm putting it all together right now. Um, I expect it to be ready end of June, July, hopefully. Keep an eye out for that. I need more details to come as we, we push up. Um, Frederick says, um, this is in response to if if I knew then what you can know now, um, he, this is an email that I wrote um, explaining that how I got to where I am now um, is, is a constant shock to me. I was working as um, a waitress in a cocktail bar. No, I wasn't working as a waitress. Uh, I did work in a cinema briefly, shoveling popcorn, um, but that all came after I decided to quit my job as an accountant. I was, I was an accountant slash auditor working for the local government, uh, and I decided I didn't want to do that, so I quit work and became a writer, and that's how I'm sat talking to you today. Um, in that meantime, I had to go back to college, I had to uh, work, as I say, as a, as a popcorn shoveler, um, and it was all a bit 
crap. But I've worked my way back up and now I'm doing what I want and feel in control of things. I was suggesting in this email that if I knew about all the things I know now about information publishing, about um, entrepreneurship and the freedom that you can um, afford when you start thinking in these terms that we, we preach, that we talk about, whatever you want to call it, um, if I knew that then, I wouldn't have been. I would have been doing this a long, long time ago. Uh, Frederick says you put it in a nutshell. Uh, when we work for others, we will never use initiative to push ourselves. We just do the same old beep each day, uh, day in, day out. Um, the beep was. I'm not going to say that word. Uh, you have to break out of the beep, um, and many others fearfully and sadfully remain in it. Uh, he was inspired by my email. Thank you very much, uh, Frederick. And yes, aside from the beeping, which I won't, um, <laughs> normally, I mean, I've got a foul mouth, but I'm not going to do it on a public broadcast. Uh, but yeah, no, we are generally stuck in that stuff and you really need to break out of it. Um, as I say, that's partly when I rally against wasting time on social media, presenting your job and just sitting there all day and counting, counting hours away. There's literally no point in doing that, um, so please don't do it. But thank you for your email, Frederick. Um, final email from Gavin here. Um, let me have a quick scan. He says he enjoyed reading the PDF, um, so the guide's below in the link. Um, told it, it, it's proves my point. It told me what I already knew, but for some reason uh, had me think more than ever. This is the point. It, this, none of this is new, man. It's like, none of this is new. Like, I'm not pretending that I've discovered some kind of secret. This is common sense figured out, okay? It's, it's, just, it's just thinking about things um, and taking the time to um, put them into words and, and try and share them. Um, what I would say for me is that, though none of it's new, so few people realize this. I was speaking to my family at the weekend and we were talking about um, how my life has changed a little bit and um, and I realized that it was this to stop chasing money, to realize that money isn't the thing and that freedom and enjoyment and self-fulfillment are really the most important things. Um, it changes your mindset on all of this stuff. So so hopefully by writing about this and sharing with you, with you uh, you'll be able to do the same. Um, Gavin says uh, he sold buy to let before Christmas to raise capital, didn't work out. Um, he's 48 years old, been self-employed, um, made some bad property decisions, um, but he blames himself. That's fair enough. Or rather, he blames no one else but himself. Um, he's been pretty down in the dumps. Um, and he reads many emails telling him about online courses and various things. Um, elements of trust here, like there's so many people um, pointing out that the there's so many information publishing uh, products out there and online courses recommending stuff, um, all charge different prices, all do different things. Um, the truth is, uh, you, you've just got to you've got to go with the flow and, and kind of test these things. Most should come with money back guarantees. Um, if they don't, there's probably a problem there. Um, because they're trying to rip you off, that's libelous or scandalous or slanderous, but um, it's probably the truth. Uh, with everything we publish, we do provide a um, substantial money-back guarantee. Um, at the end of the day as well, the only way I can prove this is by 
uh, following it with action, but everything we do is from experience and there's no scam here. Um, we, we're running a marketing campaign on Twitter at the moment, um, which I'll tell you about. And, and I'm using some copy on there suggesting that uh, Mark Ford will tell you his secrets and all this kind of stuff, which is true. That's what we're doing. That's what I'm doing now. Uh, so it's all true, and this is what we share, as um, was it Sarah, who's on the Wealth Builders Club, will testify to. Um, it's all very genuine, and we're all trying to help out. But when you start running marketing campaigns like this, you get some feedback from people saying, oh, you're a scam, this is bollocks, and all this kind of stuff. And it just amazes me, the anger that is out there. Um, I understand, I do understand that um, people have been led down a garden path and all this kind of stuff. Um, I understand, but at the same time, I, it's, I find it um, difficult to sympathize uh, with people who react so angrily um, because ultimately, um, if they put money into something where they didn't have a guarantee or anything like that, then it's probably a mistake on their side. What I'm trying to say is, I, I, I really believe in what we're doing. I believe we're giving good advice and we are changing people's lives. Um, I say that because it's changing my life, okay? So you've got to understand that this is very genuine and if we will help you as best we can. So I, I'm, I'm trying to sell myself because obviously Gavin here has got some reservations as whether um, we're the right people to, to follow. And, and when we start selling things, I've explained before, we sell things based on a subscription model. What that means is if you don't, um, keep our subscriptions then we don't make any money and therefore it is imperative that we provide you with value in our subscriptions so that you continue to subscribe if you don't we don't make any money so that's my point is why we I will make no bones about selling you a subscription and asking you to pay for your subscription because we are providing you with value however that is for you to decide if we have given you enough value versus your subscription um, Ultimately, though, uh, Gavin, if you're looking for help, as I say, you need to carry on reading, creating wealth. You need to focus on what you want to achieve. Um, you, you've got a lot of experience here, um, but you need to figure out what you want to achieve, um, the level of what you want to achieve, and what you want to want to achieve it by doing. Um, if you only want to work three hours a, a day and spend the rest of the time with your kids, then that's going to influence what you do. Um, so. For you, Gavin, I would advise, um, at the moment, you, there's not real question here, but if you want more focused advice, get in touch and tell, tell me what are you trying to achieve? What is your ultimate end goal? Um, we'll look at that and then we'll explore that out. In fact, that's an invitation to everybody listening um, and something I'll take up in a couple of weeks as a theme. Um, I've realized that most people don't really know what their version of success looks like. And um, I speak from personal experience. I, I didn't know what my version of success looked like. Um, I still don't fully understand or know, but I'm getting a closer vision of it. It's coming together uh, a lot clearer than it used to. Um, and that's incredibly, um, I was going to say relaxing. It's not relaxing, but it's, it's, it's comforting that, I can start to see the shape of a life that I would like to lead. Um, what I'd like you to do if you're listening and um, want to get involved is email me at creatingwealth at agora.co.uk or just hit reply to any of the emails. 
and describe as best you can in, in a few paragraphs, try and get it as, as focused as possible, but describe the life you think you want to lead, okay, and I, I'm saying that, I don't mean to be patronising when I said it, but I, I think we'll find that a lot of people, the life that they think they want to lead isn't necessarily the thing that they want, but if, if you can try and write in about 300 words the life you would like to lead and why you would like to lead it, okay, um, Send those in, and in a week or two, we will um, dig down on that. Um, that's all for today, though. We've reached the end of our time. Um, please do, um, as I say, and I said at the top of the show, um, if you're not managing your time well, um, start, start trying, because it will make you feel so much happier, so much more confident in what you're doing, uh, and give you so much more focus. Um, otherwise... I hope you found that interesting. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Uh, in the meantime, send your questions to the usual address uh, or hit reply to any of the emails. Um, as I said, this week I'll try and describe to you a little bit about my time management and how I'm um, doing it, how it's working out for me. So keep an eye out on your emails for those. Uh, otherwise, thank you for listening.